Hello, my friends. Welcome to Let's Talk. My name is Shay Marville, and I think one of the most important skills in this world is being able to have a conversation with a friend or a foe. Let's Talk is a podcast about listening, growing, connecting, and hoping through compassion and talking. And I mean really talking about the good things and the hard things, and with remarkable people living in a remarkable time. So let's talk. Welcome to Let's Talk. In today's pop-up episode, I had the opportunity to speak to movie producer. Yes, I said movie producer, CEO and founder of Buck Productions, Inc., Sean Buckley. Sean went to the School of Hard Knocks. He felt the calling to tell stories so deeply two decades ago that he sold all of his worldly goods, took a leap of faith, and traveled around the world to find great stories and great storytellers. He came home a changed man, founded Buck Productions, assembled an incredible team, and now has an expansive portfolio of award-winning feature films, television shows, documentaries, and commercials. You might have heard of the new film, Astronaut, starring Richard Dreyfus, Making Monsters, directed by Justin Harding, the Discovery series Under Pressure, and they've just released a new reality show called 40-Year-Old Property Virgin. My goodness, Sean, welcome to Let's Talk. It's unlike any other time that uh, I've navigated through the world of content. Buck has <clears throat> just celebrated its 25th year, so I've been at this game for a while. Yes. Started kind of in the school of hard knocks, so that was like a double-double and a cheese donut on set and the whole deal. <laughs> so as I've kind of moved things up and through this incredible business, and it is an incredible, challenging, but incredible business, I've seen a lot. And I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of really smart people, more smarter than me, that have you know shared their experiences. And um, it's unlike you know unlike anything we've ever gone through. Um, but it's exciting. Um, it's exciting on a bunch of different levels. And you know I can kind of get into that if, if you want. Um, I'd love. I'd like. I'd like to know. But I'd also like to. I'd love for you to share with the listeners a little bit about how you found yourself in the business. Was that your direct desire to go into entertainment and produce, or were you coming from a different angle and then discovered uh, the, the production world? I took like wooden Santa Claus figures when I was four, and I created my own motion picture movie. Like, and you know, the Nutcracker and all these yes. things on a mantelpiece somewhere. And I filmed it frame by frame, and I don't know, they were beating each other up or something. I can't remember. Um, I love storytelling from a very early age, but I kind of went through high school, university, got a job publishing, advertising, <clears throat> built my little IKEA fight club apartment downtown Toronto, you know, like yes. <laughs> did my thing, got some shiny objects. But in the back of my mind, I was just constantly saying, <clears throat> This is awesome, and you're doing great, and some great people, but Really, at the end of the day, if you only get one shot, you got to take a shot. And I, I just wanted to be a storyteller. So I took a really long lunch. <laughs> you know, I resigned, sold all my earthly belongings, traveled the world for a year and a half, where I will tell you I probably received my greatest education, just seeing cultures, meeting people, really? um, going into places where you were unsure of the outcome, uh, mm. which is kind of like being an entrepreneur. And a lot of the time, yes, 
And um, when I came back, I went to Kinko's and printed my first Buck Productions card and started picking up the phone cold calling. And I just found myself kind of in a world that I didn't know much about. So I just was taking any gig I could. And I learned through the School of Hard Knocks. Um, and, you know, worked really, really hard and got some, you know, breaks along the way. Yes, yes. Um, began as the company grew to surround myself with super awesome, creative and talented individuals. Um, and always focused on one simple thing at Buck Productions. At the core of the business is we're about um, uh, telling stories. It's not just content. TikTok is content. And, you know, that's telling the story. A feature film is content, right? Now there's so many silos of content and mediums that um, as a storyteller, you have a vast opportunity. Yes. First canvases to tell your story on. And again, I think that's fantastic. Uh, we early on built a very diversified company, um, doing many movies, many documentaries, uh, many unscripted shows and scripted shows. Right now you've got, uh, is an astronaut with yeah. Richard Dreyfus that's in the in a number of festivals right now. It's just run a bunch of festivals. It was uh, just had a big theatrical release in Germany and it's out there. We just followed that up with Making Monsters, um, which is another film being released by Samuel Goldwyn. Wow. Um, but to show the diversity today, super excited. Today we drop our latest unscripted show that we created and executed called 40-Year-Old Property Virgin. And that's dropping on uh, D Plus in the US and HDTV in the US. So it literally goes tonight. So Fantastic. it's a funny, funny show that we created. And that speaks to our ability to storytell in different milieus. And I've always loved that. I've always loved the ability to be able to say, hey, my mind doesn't just think in 30 seconds. And Did you know? Did you know what kind of stories you wanted to tell when you got into the business? I think, you know, at the end of the day is stories that, you know, are, that have a purpose, stories that are valuable. Now, yes. that, that might be something like Milton's Secret, a film we did with um, Donald Sullivan, yes. where we auctioned Eckhart Tolle's book. Now, that movie had a pretty remarkable message in it about being present. Right, like all of Eckhart Tolle's work, who wrote *The Power of Man*. Yeah, we've also done films like *Wolf Cop*, where he's, um, you know, he's a werewolf cop. He's dirty, hairy, but only hairy. And you know what? It's just fun, and you laugh, and you escape, and you know, next thing you know, we're making another wolf cop. And now talking about the animated series, it's like we created an IP. Um, but then you know what? You do films like *Defendor* with Woody Harrelson, and it's like. Again, a, just a remarkable story. Um, but those are leading into other areas that we love. I mean, there is so much comedy and fun and characters happening in 40-year-old property version um, that it's, you know, it's wonderful. Or some of our digital series or some of the brands we work with. But this diversified model uh, is leading into what I think is this exciting time um, that we're now faced with in the world of content. Mm. And that is um, more opportunity. Like the, the, the playing field has increased. Yes. There are so many more places that you as a content producer and or storyteller can tell your story on. And the access, because there's more opportunities and more of the streamers and broadcasters, the touch point to them is... Um, become easier, if you can imagine. There's not as many gatekeepers, if you will. 
Right, so right. Everybody's out there looking for a great story, a great script, a great idea, a great concept, a great character, a great IP. Like it all starts from there, and then the execution happens. Uh, and when you get in front of these people and you've got something that, you know, is unique, is a great story, um, you've got a champion. And we've been fortunate to work with, you know, all the streamers and broadcast partners around the world. And um, we're, we're at the end of the day is super proud about kind of putting that Buck logo on whatever story, like whatever story we tell. Some big multi, multi-million dollar film or some super cool like uh, reality show, McMorris and McMorris, you know, where we brought mm-hmm. in the Snowboard Brothers and just watched them live their zany lives for nine episodes on MTV. And then worked with Red Bull, who came as a branded sponsor on that show. So it's uh, it's been it's been a really great kind of adventure. Um, and it looks to be really uh, even a, a better time, I think, moving forward for storytellers to continue to tell their stories. It, it also, it, it just seems because of the diversity of stories that are coming forward and the multiple or the multitude of platforms that are available to them to tell stories, it's like our appetite is expanding. So there's just even more and more room, it looks like to me, you know, just watching for, for more stories to come forward. Is that is that what you're finding? Like just more nuance, more little little spaces to tell stories from? Yes, um, but I would offer caution to that um, mm. because there's also a lot of white noise out there. You know, there's a lot of lot of places to tell stories on, and you know, sometimes it's just, what have I spent an hour of my life just watching, and will I ever get that hour back? Like, what we don't want to do, at least at Buck, is, you know, just fill these silos with just kind of white noise. Yeah, like we like to take our time. Yes, uh, we like to really sculpt and hone what it is that we're going to put forth. So that on the receiving end, um, your audience is left with something um, and not just something that just occupies some hour or some streamer or some platform or some broadcaster. So more sometimes doesn't equal good. Uh, right. I think, and, and a lot of people get sucked into just faster, 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 get it out there. And what you're left with is mediocrity. I think. Right. And I think now to be known, to be seen, to have your company, you know, press forward out of the white noise, it is all about content and it is all about the, the story that you're telling. I mean, there was a time when you would, I, you know, I or an audience would, you know, say, I watch HBO or yes. I watch, you know, CTV or ABC or NBC, like I watch what the shows that this broadcast or, or I watch Netflix like street. Now people are, I watch the Queen's Gambit. I watch Pulse. I watch the boys. Like it, it's content, like the great content that is piercing through the other content that's out there. It's going to draw your audience and then draw your audience. Like the content is what draws the audience to the streamer. It's not the streamer. 
it's that content piece that you want to as an audience watch because it's exceptional. It's exceptional and it it changes you in some way, I think is is what's also emerging is that we're seeing all sorts of extraordinary content that allows you to meet people that you might not ever meet. I wonder also for you as a Canadian, what it's like creating content in now this global marketplace, or do you even, do you even think of your, your, the, of what you're doing as Canadian or having a nationality, or is it more driven by, you know, who it's about and the story? Um, you know, it's funny. Early on, when we were, you know, we've done a lot of different uh, properties and projects over the years. But I remember one of our one of our first big um, unscripted series. Uh, we got in a room, and um, and the comment was, "Wow, this looks American." And that was that. It's kind of bittersweet. It's like thanks for the compliment. Yeah. I, listen, America does content very, very well. They've been doing it very well for a long time. Um, but on the flip side is it's not American, it's Canadian. The entire team, everybody created it, everybody put that together. So <clears throat> I kind of focused at that moment in time to just be a great content company, a, a content accelerator that, you know, is global and is not a Canadian com- a can- or, or quite frankly, if I was even there, it would be an American or Germany or Spain. Mm-hmm. It's just... You're known for great storytelling wherever it comes from. Now, since that moment in time, we have an office in Los Angeles. We've uh, we've delivered content all around the world. We've done Japanese co-productions, uh, feature films with an incredible production company out of Japan. Uh, we shot Guatemala, Argentina, literally all over the world, and we kind of press you know press our product, our stories forward. And we've kind of loved being Canadian. Like yes. love being Canadian, love being a Canadian company that was started from nothing. Mm. Um, and we love exporting our stories um, to the world. Mm. Like so that the world can see what a Canadian company um, in the world of content is capable of. Mm. And they're tuning in. Do you think the pandemic has made you a better um, chooser or producer, or do you think it, like what has the pandemic done for you as a as a developer and creator uh, of content? Um, on some levels, I think it's done a couple of things. One is um, it's made me a better leader hmm. because you know. 2020 was challenging, yes. challenging for everybody in every business. Okay, this is not new, or and I'm not saying it was more harsh for the content game. Um, so, as a leader and in any business, you just you need to turn inward and lead and and you know batten down the hatches and, and press forward because you owe that to your team. You know, you owe that to your team to say um, it's a little crazy out there, but we're good at what we do. We believe in ourselves. Um, let's be courageous and let's, as Robert Frost's always, his favorite quote to me is, you know, the best way out of a situation is through it. 
And, yes. and that's kind of what we did <clears throat> as a team, as a company. And I compliment my team at Buck and, you know, rallying through. 2020 ended up being a, a, a great year for us through just a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's taught me that. It's also taught um, me resilience and it's taught us as a company resilience. Um, and it's, it does, it does, you know, it, it allowed us to focus and embrace, embrace the importance of what it is that we as a company want to champion because we are, you know, with so much activity happening out there with all of these platforms and streamers, when you get that room, when you get that audience, um, you know, you want to walk into that room with great for seeing something from Buck today. Yes. Oh, they did this, they did that. We love that pitch. We didn't buy it, but that was so cool. They brought in last time. So it's really about making sure that you're deploying the best possible uh, work that you can. Even though there's more opportunities out there, yes. own focus on making it as great as possible is really what this is also taught What do you think the value of storytelling is right now as we emerge out of 2021 and we, you know, it's looking like things are more hopeful, even though, you know, we're going through a tough time. Things are changing. Like, where do you go from here with, with, your, with your team? Well, our team, I've always embraced the concept of um, just always working with the best talent. And that is, you know, that, that it never occurred to me, male or female director or, um, you know, the color of anyone's skin. It was just like, let's, and that's been Buck's culture from kind of day one. I'm just, I'm just drawn to great talent yes. and people that I love to work with. Uh, Lindsay McKay, incredible female director, first feature, wet bomb, wow, killed it, she had a um, Astro, you mentioned that movie, she came in, wrote it, directed it, first feature, just crushed it. Um, I had the great fortune years and years ago working with Warren Sonoda on like three or four films together, like just unbelievably talented. So I love this movement of us really recognizing um talent and recognizing more opportunities for uh more individuals across the board and um i think that's only going to make for better work and quite frankly you know canada is really done you know exceptional work right like we've really we've really put some incredible content um, but it really, I don't know, it just, and I've been watching it go down for a long time. It really seems like we're just doing more and more great mm. stuff that's being acknowledged and seen on a global scale. It's like we're, we're upping our game. And I love it. And I love some small piece of the puzzle being a part of that. And really, I think we'll be able to continue to do that if everybody focuses on just the perfect person um for you know to take that story forward to helm it to to share it with the world is it is it hard to raise the funds right now uh to to produce great work 
it's it, it's always that's always been a challenging um, component. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like <clears throat> they've increased these. Uh, you know, there's there's more as I say we talk about. There's more streamers and broadcasters yeah. and YouTube and now Facebook wants stuff. <laughs> but it, but it's not like there's you know ten times more of a budget out there to just keep hammering away at stuff. There has been increases without question. But you know, it's out there, and you just have to kind of figure out how to piece it together. But I will say this: it's never the same. Right. The interesting thing about the production business is, you know, we've done a lot of projects. There's no blueprint. Like we're putting projects together a multitude of different ways when it comes to the financing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like money jenga. You kind of have <laughs> you have to build it differently every single time and hope it doesn't topple over um, when you're putting that last piece together. But um, yeah, as long as you know you're working with the right partners, the right champions, the right broadcasters, or, or brands or agencies that we work with, yes, um, it comes together. And then the most important thing occurs, and that is execution, because you know you owe it to the individuals, the companies, the brands that have trusted you in this financial scenario to do what you said you were going to do. And, you know, that's when you get to under-promise and over-deliver or, or try to very, very hard. John, tell me this, you know, you know, obviously we've, we've talked about what a challenging time, you know, the last 15 months have been. What's inspiring you right now? What's inspiring you to be a better leader and to tell better stories? Uh, the next generation. Yeah, I think I buck, but it's interesting. I buck, we owned a building, you know, one recalibration of buck, we owned a building on Camden Street with post facilities and a big massive staff and the whole deal. And we were kind of lumbering along and we weren't able as a company to take advantage of smaller projects. It just, you know, you couldn't turn the lights on, the overhead was too massive. Mm. But that's where so much innovation was happening, right? Like, smaller digital series, um, you know, independent films, like that didn't have a lot of money, but just an incredible story, right? So I, and, and young teams, young teams that were passionate and really the voice and the artistic voice of tomorrow. Yes. So I, and this was about six, seven years ago, I kind of looked at that lost opportunity and I sold the building and recalibrated as any entrepreneur will do the business again. And we moved to a bit of a more of a nimble machine, still a core staff, but I don't want to say staff, a core awesome team of ninjas. <laughs> but you know, no post and none of the big lumbering things that I wanted to drag around because I realized, you know, what excites me is not bricks and mortar, you know, and furniture from Milan. What excites me is people and ideas and innovation and creativity and that excites me because you have to appreciate this next generation has been dabbling in storytelling since they could hold a phone. Yes. They've been watching, um, you know, stories being told in, you know, films right down to 
uh, incredible, heartfelt message blasted out in the TikTok inside one minute. So they're, they're, they're um, durational agnostic. They, yes, totally. It's not, not about, oh, I'm only into feature films, or I like television series, or it's, they're just drifting to good stories and learning, uh, learning how to tell stories by consumption and them having the technology of the fingerprints. I mean, mm. and, and fingers, I'm sorry, anybody can pick up a phone, shoot 4K, cut it, shape it, bring in some music, and find an audience. So they've this next generation, um, and that's why I love being a talent beacon at Buck, which is just we're open to working with um, young, hungry, creative first teams. Yes. Um, is that it, that's really what I'm looking forward to. I, I think it's going to be storytelling on steroids. Well, amazing. I, I remember a few years ago, I heard uh, uh, Michelle Obama, when she was last here in Toronto or in Canada, speak. And she said, the most valuable thing we have right now are our stories. So um, I just think I'm so grateful that you're doing the work that you're doing and that you're creating space for others to do it with you. And um, I just want to wish you immense, immense success because I think it's great for all of us when you're out there advocating and producing like you have been for so many decades. So, thank you very, very much. And I, and as I say that, there's no one single person. This is a, this is a reflection of all of the people that I've had the good fortune of working with at Buck, or along the way on, on my personal journey. Is is anything that I touch, they touched too. So this. This is all about them also. And I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Well, now, thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to keep every time I think of you guys, I'm going to think of you guys as, as buck ninjas, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> your ninja warriors uh, making stories happen. So thank we you. Actually, we, we do have a nickname. It's called buck fam. Where we're just, <laughs> I appreciate it. Ninjas work. You know, hey, that works. Thank you, my friend. Wish you well. And I hope you come back onto the show because we are just getting started. Thank you for joining the conversation. We are growing an amazing community here at Let's Talk. Please share the show. Make sure you're subscribing and keep talking. And you can always reach out to me at CoachShayMarville.com or on Instagram at ShayMarvilleLet'sTalk. Let's keep talking.